your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant Media. AJ, I've known you for over 10 years. Hell, I've called every one of your matches in Impact Wrestling. And I've always considered us friends. But that being said, I've got to ask you about your actions in recent weeks. AJ, what's the deal? What's going on? AJ, what, what about the rumors? All the rumors that we've heard about about drug use and, and alcohol abuse. Oh, hold on, hey, it's Mike Tenet. Mike Tenet, oh, Mike, oh, 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 it's pretty obvious. You don't know how to conduct an interview when you're a novice at this, so step aside, let a professional do it. All right, so AJ Styles, you know, I saw that video on you, you know, uh, cameras went back to your hometown there, Mississippi or uh, Louisiana, wherever the hell you're from, you drive around on your little moped. You know what? Life's about opportunities. I was talking to Bully Ray, the president of Aces and Eights, and all the boys. You know, we got a we got a cut for you right here. It's a prospect cut. You know, you got to pay your dues, start at the bottom, get the boys some beers, you know, work your way up. And, you know, I've, I've been hearing you've been dabbling in alcohol and stuff and beers, so, you know, jump on with the real boys. Got a band of brothers behind you. It's about opportunity, AJ. And we'll get rid of that stinky-ass moped you drive around. Get your real bike. <laughs> Sorry, that men drop. About your damn look. I don't like being interrupted. I took some nerve. You interrupted Mike in his interview. He's trying to get to the bottom. I actually helped Mike. He was struggling with that interview. What the hell is Stormfield? Well, I know Stormfield out. I'm sure he wants some answers. Absolutely. AJ <laughs> better stop staring at me. I am Teflon. So is this the new AJ Styles? Somebody who can't even turn around and face the guy that he sucker punched last week. Got your cool little hood. Oh, look at you. You bad, ain't you, boy? That's all right. You can sit there and you can be the, the new AJ Styles with your new little leather jacket and your cool little hood. Because the old AJ Styles I knew wasn't the type of guy that would tell you to your face what he thought about you. He didn't give a damn what you thought about it. You can sit there and you can be the, uh, the new AJ Styles. But I am still the same old cowboy, James Storm. And you can sit there and you can think about sucker punching me again. But when you think about it, I'm going to knock your teeth right down your throat and look at you and say, sorry about your damn luck.
goodness. Oh my 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 goodness. Let the music play, damn it. say tuesday night march 22nd 2022 episode 500 and or 728 or 27 727 there we go other rant is officially live across the airwaves of rant entertainment media uranium radio.com tuner radio stitcher itunes app actually apple podcast google podcast player fm pandora and a shitload of other platforms welcome one and all to the rant the mothership of this network, and we are now just a short one week away from the kickoff of our WrestleMania marathon. It all kicks off next Monday on the 28th of uh, March with the Shiny Wizards, and we've got a lot to uh, to talk about. Flying solo right now, very it's rare for me to fly solo. Uh, Surfer will be joining us a little bit. We may or may not hear from Tony C., but uh, but I am playing solo at the present moment, so this is a little uncharted territory for me. I think I've only done the show by myself maybe three times in 15 years. But, um, well, live, that is. I mean, I did the first 20 shows by myself. So, um, but yeah, so welcome. Um, we're going to talk about some stuff in wrestling, and we're actually going to see, maybe we'll do a little impromptu on the spot here. Since I am flying solo, I will put people on the spot and try to try to get people uh, to uh, commiserate with the host of this program, that being me. And uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll make a fool out of myself. I'll make a fool out of them. It's always a good 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 thing uh, when we can make a fool out of everybody on this uh, show. So again, the lines are open. You can call us on Discord. Rain EM Radio, hashtag 9233. Of course, join us on our Discord server as well. We would like to grow that. Um, also, follow us on all our social media platforms. Just look for Rain EM Radio or Rain Entertainment Media. You will find us. I guarantee it. All right? So, as I stated earlier, you know, um, WrestleMania, our marathon, starts next Monday. And with that, well, Double A's been hard at work. That's right. Getting the lineup all sewn up and everything, and short up, I should say. And with that, we actually got a promo that we can play on the air. So if you're driving and you need to jot, you know, something down on the lineup, or you or got any questions about the lineup, don't worry. Let's send it up to our announcer, Double A, and he's going to give you the full lineup for our marathon week starting next Monday. <laughs> It's our annual springtime tradition right here on Rant EM Radio. 
as we bring to you our annual WrestleMania Marathon. Ten days worth of live programming. And it all kicks off on Monday, March 28th. Let's run down the schedule and tell you what's going to happen during those ten days. Monday, March 28th, the marathon kicks off with the Shining Wizards live at 645. Then on Tuesday, March 29th, it's the 35th anniversary special of WrestleMania 3. It's a Randy M Radio Roundtable as we talk about this historic event and its effects on the wrestling industry. Then on Wednesday, following AEW Dynamite, the Mark Order Podcast will be on the air live at 10.15, giving you a recap of what happened on Dynamite and all the latest AEW news. Then on Thursday, March 31st, it's a special Thursday night edition of The Rant and Anything Goes Special. Then at 11 o'clock, it's the return of the What Are You Reading comic book show, One Night Only. Friday, April 1st, we're bringing Turnbuckle Throwbacks at its normal time slot, live at 7 p.m. Then, at 12 midnight, it's the WWE Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony post-show live. Saturday, April 2nd, we kick things off at 9 a.m. with a replay of the Shining Wizards from Monday night. 12 noon, it's the Stand and Deliver pre-show live. The Rant kicks off night one of WrestleMania with their pre-show at 4 p.m. Then we will come back on the air at the conclusion of night one with our post-show. WrestleMania Sunday kicks off at 8 o'clock in the morning with WrestleMania Radio. Then at 1 p.m. it's a Rant PM Radio special, ROH 20 years later. Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be live at 4 p.m. giving you a pre-show of night two for WrestleMania. Then at the conclusion of night two, we will come on the air live with a post-show recapping the entire event. Monday at 6 a.m. on April 4th, we will rebroadcast the entire marathon in its entirety. At 6.45, the Shining Wizards will be live to give you their take on everything that went down at the showcase of the Immortals. The rant returns to its normal time slot on Tuesday, April 5th at 9 p.m. And then we close out the marathon on Wednesday, April 6th with the Mark Order Podcast live at 10.15 following AEW Dynamite. It's our WrestleMania Marathon. Ten days worth of programming. And you don't want to miss it. It all goes down right here on Rantium Radio and RantiumRadio.com. There you go. Ten days worth of programming coming to you live, and it all starts next Monday, March 28th, with the Shining Wizards. So definitely, definitely stick with us because it's going to be a very busy ten days here on this network. Lots of programming, lots of stuff to look forward to. Next week, the rant will not be on the air, but we will be on the air. It's just not with the rant. Phil Rayo will be joining us. We'll be discussing the 35th anniversary of WrestleMania thir- uh, WrestleMania 3, sorry, uh, the 35th anniversary. We're going to run down the card, uh, talk about the impact that it had in the wrestling industry, so on and so on and so on, because it's such a monumental and historic event uh, that, you know, quite honestly still gets talked about even today. So, with that said, I'm going to do a little on the spot, a little impromptu on the spot, uh, because until I wait and then get um, Surfer and them here, let's see if we can get somebody on here and kind of put them, as as we like to say, on the spot. And I'm going to keep it uh, fairly rational today. Um, I'm not going to get into too many crazy stuff uh, that that we normally get into when we do this this um, this thing. So we'll see here. How this works. 
Um, again, remember our marathon uh, kicks off next Monday. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, you know, because it's it's been a while since we've done the marathon, a year to be exact. But we haven't done a full blown marathon like last year. I, at least I don't remember doing one. I could be I could be wrong. I don't know. I've lost a lot of brain cells doing this program over the last 15 years. It's very possible. I've done over 2,000 shows. So, I mean, it's, it is what it is. 2,000 shows, and look at that, I'm going to do about 13 shows over the course of a 10-day period. So, um, so it's a lot. It is a lot. Let's see here. Really? How is it that I got a bot in our Discord uh, server? Oh, wait a minute. I've been... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I did not know that that was possible. Thank you for telling me that bot. Clyde the bot. Huh. See, I'm not a fan of technology. If I could, I would do this over the telephone and just push buttons all day. You know, like the the, the dial tone. You know, stuff like that. Anyways, we're going to see what we can get here. Doing this on the spot nonsense. Anyways, alright, we're on the spot. And I'm looking at an empty chair. That's alright. We'll go on to the next one. Alright, of course, that thing already, we went... We have already got taken off the thing on uh, on there. Let me see. Hold on. I'm gonna try something else here. And uh, didn't work. So that didn't last too long. All right. So let's get into it. Let's talk some wrestling, shall we? On the spot was a bust. I think this segment might have to be retired unless I find another source to be able to do this segment. Um, this segment for. Uh, let's talk about Big E. Big E gave an update um, this past week, and he basically said the following. Uh, he had his first doctor's appointment and learning because of the C1 fracture. I narrowly escaped a stroke, paralysis, or even death. And this is very sobering. Life feels even more precious and valuable now. So, uh, you know, I'm happy. I think a lot of people, most people, everybody is actually is happy that uh, Big E, you know, at least, it feels weird to say this, um, came out of this in the condition that he's in, and that it could have been a lot worse. So, um, so I'm very happy. Um, we'll have to see. Uh, he also tweeted that in his early 20s, I wanted to be famous so that when I committed suicide, someone would care. I never thought that I would be free of the sheer weight of my depression, but here I am, alive and truly happy. So, uh, so yeah, so, you know, and he, that was his response after watching a segment on the Today Show uh, involving a college football player. So, uh, so yeah, that is, uh, that's Biggie giving us his update on that. So, What's your take? I mean, for those of you that are listening, and, and if you're listening live, please uh, participate. Send us, send us a message there in the chat or, or shoot me a tweet or a text or something. What's your take on, you know, 
the, the current state of wrestling. Here's, here's how I see things, okay? The wrestling fans are divided more now than ever before. There was a clear disconnect between the WWE and TNA fans for years, but a lot of the TNA fans never really detached themselves from the WWE. Here we are, it's 2022, AEW fans have detached themselves from the WWE, and the division between the two promotions is huge because as as much as you know I'm a you know I was a big time fan during the Monday Night Wars there was never a huge division between the two promotions I think if you are a fan of wrestling during the Monday Night Wars more often than not you watched both shows and you really gave your your critiques on both shows you gave you said this is what you liked on Raw this is what you liked on Nitro and what you didn't like that was me. I favored WCW right up until the very end. Um, a lot of people um, are bandwagon jumpers, and they jumped to the World Wrestling Federation as soon as the ratings took off. Um, and that's how, more or less, they were was able to stay on top. I, I don't, I don't think WCW would have had any issues. I don't know. Maybe WCW still would have closed down even if their show was hot. Because, uh, you know, Turner Broadcasting and AOL Time Warner, they really didn't uh, want anything to do with the wrestling business. So that's why WCW got treated the way it was. But the division today between AEW and the WWE is unreal. I saw today a list of tweets, or yesterday, a list of tweets of AEW fans, okay? AEW fans that were probably... WWE fans five years ago and then when this defection uh, of Cody Rhodes and, and and things like that and they went to uh, start up AEW with Kenny Omega the Young Bucks, so on and so on and so on when that defection happened they thought WWE was finished WWE is going to go out of business. A lot of people don't know, don't understand the wrestling business. The ones that say WWE is going out of business because WWE is never going to shut down. Um, now that Cody, you know, rumor has it that Cody has officially signed his deal with the WWE. The number I heard, by the way, somewhere in the neighborhood of three to five million dollars a year. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but you know, anything's possible. Or it could be three to five million dollars for the term of the deal. I don't know. Some it's something like that. But now that Cody has officially signed his WWE contract, at least that's what the the reports are saying. These AEW diehards are saying that Cody sell out. He is in it for the money only. He's he he never cared about AEW. Um, you know that they hope that he gets hurt when he wrestles in the WWE. That he hopes he gets released and then he never comes back to the to AEW, and uh, so on and so on and so on. Man, some of you people, you fans out there, really need to cut it down and and, and see the big picture. 
because if you're going to go through life that angry over somebody you've never met, okay, somebody you don't know on a personal level, and wishes horrible things on them, you got to really assess your your position in this world. Because that is horrible that you would say horrible things about somebody you don't know simply for switching their workplace environment. I might have my issues with Cody going to the WWE or whatever, but I don't have any issues with him wanting to change his job. You know, Tony C worked in the uh, what? What's what's the business that they call Tony C's industry? In? He worked in the uh, tourism industry. If Tony C decided I don't want to work in tourism anymore, I want to work in insurance. Am I going to get angry at Tony C because he wants to work insurance instead of tourism? Give me a break. It is ridiculous the way some of you are behaving. Now I get it. Some of the fans that listen to the shows on this network are not like that. The majority are are not like that. At least they think with a rational, you know, head. And um, and yeah, I, I just I don't know. I, I really don't know. I wish I wish we could just get like. The two universes together, the WWE fans and the AEW fans, and bring them together, and you know, hammer out these these things because this is sad. It is just sad with the way things are going. It really is. It really is. Uh, let me see what else here. Uh. I don't know, I'm trying to scan through here. So, oh, look at this. We're getting breaking news. Cody has signed his deal. Not only that, but he's working as a producer. So, so look at that. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Cody Diener. Sorry, he got us good. That's Sean Ross over at Fightful. He got us good. Cody Diener working as a um, as a producer over at Impact Wrestling. How does this Discord stuff work? I'm not see. I'm not well versed in this. So can I go into another server and start you know haranguing people? Can I do that? Let me see here. Um, let me see here. I'm going to try something. All right. We're going to see. We're going to see if we're going to get some strangers. So wait a minute. 
I'm not gonna yeah we're gonna yeah I'm gonna leave that uh, leave that be and uh, there's a statement here that I am uh, I am going to just leave I'm not gonna I just saw something on Twitter I, I you know what I'm gonna grab this there's something I, it's just wow um, what can we do here? I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, struggling here because I, I'm not accustomed to being alone on the air. And that comes off sounding pretty bad. I know that. But, uh, hey, let's, uh, let's listen to what Jim Cornette has to say about the over-the-top rope rule, shall we? Anyway, more psychology, Brian? Would you like a little more psychology? Yeah. What was the ring psychology behind certain territories making throwing wrestlers over the top rope illegal? We have, we, it's come down to asking a simple question like that now. Again, I'm not trying to make anybody, and this is from Garrett. Yeah, that, that's nothing that's out, out of the normal as far as the question, because I grew up in the Northeast where we didn't have that. As soon as I started seeing stuff that wasn't WWF, I didn't understand it at first. Well, all right, you have a good point there, but also, but the answer should be, it's like the why is my wife question. The answer should be kind of obvious. It was to create a rule that the heels could break and to make a common bump more dangerous. And, I mean, that's the whole point of a a worked sport, and it's the point of wrestling to make things seem as dangerous and as important as possible if even if they really aren't so that you don't have to subject yourself to things that are really dangerous so a top rope rule was they didn't do it in the northeast and they didn't do it in the midwest i get personal preference i don't know maybe it was just the you know the awa style they they had looser ropes it was easier to go over. I don't know why that they didn't make being thrown over the top rope illegal in those places. But in pretty much every NWA territory, which comprised at one point the rest of the country besides the Northeast and Midwest, Chicago, AWA, Chicago, etc. If you throw a guy over the top rope as as the as it was explained by the announcers and or the promotional representatives, the promoters, figureheads, commissioners, whatever. If you're throwing a guy over the top rope, that's eight to 10 feet above the concrete floor. It's dangerous. Somebody could be seriously injured. And as a result, we're banning that. If you throw your opponent out of the ring purposely over the top rope, you'll be disqualified because it's too dangerous. We don't want that kind of shit going on. But then you've got a rule that you can play with. Well, he charged at me and I ducked. He went over the top. I stood up, but I didn't throw him over the top on purpose. And they would actually have people make rulings. Maybe a a title change would be nullified because of this this loophole. And then they they announced that uh, the NWA had agreed that a man, the rule is a man must have control of his opponent's body when he goes over the top rope or elsewise it's not in disqualification. That leads it to a judgment call on the part of the referee. 
So you can, a simple thing like that can play into finishes. Also, a simple thing like that, in a tag team match, they're getting the heat on a baby face. As soon as the heels make an illegal fucking move of some kind that brought, draws the babyface opponent in and the referee's putting him out, they turn around, they chuck the babyface over the top rope, the place comes unglued. The people are jumping up and down, screaming at the referee. When the referee turns around, he threw him over the top rope, disqualify him, disqualify him, because they want to see the babyfaces win. And they don't want to see the heels win. They want to see them lose. And they just cheated. Again, it's a way to have rules in a sport that you can then exploit for easily understandable conflict. And it's the same thing as jumping off the top rope. In the Northeast, that was legal too. And in the AWA, that was legal. But in the NWA, that was a disqualification. You could jump off the second rope and drop an elbow or a knee or a leg or dick or whatever. But if you came off the top rope, then that was an automatic disqualification because that was likely to cause serious injury to your opponent. And the wrestling commission did not want that to happen. Especially if you got a guy like Ray Stevens that can do the knee off the top rope and then the guy fucking bleeds from the throat and that causes it to be banned or whatever the fuck. And then, same thing, the heels can do it behind the referee's back and the people go ballistic. I've seen people have to be restrained from by their family members from hitting the ring because Dennis Condry did a double sledge off the top rope to build Dundee when, when they were in a tag team match because it was illegal and the referee didn't see it. All of the psychology behind all of these things was to make it easier on the boys physically, make it look and sound and appear more dangerous to the fans, have rules that made the promotion sound like they were trying to stop heels from injuring people on purpose, and have heels be able to break those rules in such a way that would incite the fucking people to want to cut them and stab them. And all and it all worked just exactly like that because people understood it because it made fucking sense. Did I cover everything, Brian, on I, those? Uh... I think so, yes. All righty. And also... Before we get to talking about this week in wrestling, which will just take a second, I got an off-topic email. Should we talk about the off-topic email, or should we talk about the incredible feeling you have when your nuts are shaved? You know, let's talk about that incredible feeling. We don't need to hear about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... I had Jim Cornette talking about what it uh, over the over to the top rope rule. So this is what we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna wait for the silver one to come on. We're gonna stop the taping right now uh, of of this show. So if you're listening to this on a, on a delay on a download, don't worry because this is just gonna continue on. We'll just. You know, hit the record button again once uh, once we get Surfer on the air. If you're listening to us live, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little radio. 
We're going to play a little theme songs, a little this, a little that, things we haven't done in quite some time. So with that, um, if you're listening to us on the download, we'll see you in just a moment. We are back on the air, of course. Uh, for those of you that are listening on the download, you didn't hear anything because the recording was paused. And now being joined by the Silver One himself, Surfer. Where the hell were you? Everybody else gets to be late. I was late. What was that? Everybody else gets to be late. I had, I was just late. You know, things things kept going wrong. Well, could you just elaborate a little bit? You don't have to. I know sometimes there are things you don't want to share, but just elaborate a little bit. Was it a movie? Was it what? I was stuck in traffic. Stuck in traffic. So you you were in a car. Yeah. Stuck in trouble. Coming from wh- coming from where? You don't have to be specific, but what? Coming from another town, another city. No, inside the city. Oh, inside the city. So traffic was that bad at nine thirty on a Friday night in Philadelphia, or Tuesday night in Philadelphia. Yep. Construction going on everywhere you turn. You know, when you you when you're on a you're on a, a highway. And everything has to be bottled down to one lane. It makes it a mess. Okay. I mean, once you get into that lane, you're fine. But getting 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 over into that lane, you got like three, four lanes trying to shift down to one. Uh huh. It just causes traffic. Okay. All right, I believe you. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's get uh, let's let's start talking. Um, anything interesting with you uh, happening with you these past uh, seven days? Uh, no, nothing to report really. Uh, it's been a long. Are you nothing's re- going on? Nothing's going on. Are you ready for the return of the What Are You Reading comic book show for one night only? I hope so. You mean you hope so? It's worth it. All right. I mean, are you going to be ready for it in general? Yeah, what's the date on it again? Next, next Thursday, 11 o'clock. We can tweak the time if necessary, but. Why well, are you keeping me up late? But okay. Please, you know, you, 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 you know I'm not as young as I used to be. You did you or did you not text me at three thirty this morning? Yeah. Yes, you did. So don't give me that late bullshit because you text me at three three sixteen this morning. What did I text at three sixteen? The word no. Go back to your. You go. Your, go look at your phone. <laughs> I don't mind that you texted me at three sixteen because I was sad to sleep. I didn't see the message till this morning. But don't don't give me this BS about you um, about me keeping you up late. 
he's looking at his at his text message to see what the hell he said at three sixteen in the morning, or three oh six in the morning, whatever it was. Ten minutes doesn't make a big a difference. Did I cut out? You cut out, yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You need help, man. You got you got a strategy. You need help. It is not that I need help. I could not avoid not sharing that with you guys. I got the same. Well, not the same reaction, but I got the same backlash from Lee and Tony C last night. So, you know, and, and, and actually, wait a minute, and you, know, you may have cut out again, but I'm about to show you something else here. Hold on. I'm about to show you something else. I, I want you to tell me, what do you interpret from this? I think somebody, not you. But I think somebody has really turned into an attention whore. Uh, emphasis on whore. But I want you to just don't read it out loud. But look at what I put in the Discord, and I want you to yeah. tell me how, what you interpret by with that. And I think Tony C is going to be joining us shortly. No, 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 no. I'm quite sure they didn't. How? Well, there, there, there is no how. It's that's impossible. Exactly. But no, my point is, said. my point that's, is, how do you, how do you interpret, how do you interpret that though? Attention whore. Attention whore. Is that what you think it is? Yeah. <laughs> They want attention. This whole thing is about attention. Because, you know, the the thing from yesterday and the, now this, I mean, this came while we were on the air. Or while I was on the air, I should say. Okay, here's the thing. Before the... Uh, Nothing before it, everything changed. Yes. He didn't get this kind of a. Uh, uh, they wasn't speaking this kind of attention. But since the change, now they, you know, when put it in everybody's face, want everybody to see what the world to see, and for what? If you're not, just be happy with yourself. You don't need to get validation from other people. Unless you're lonely. Oh, boy. I'm just going back here. I'm trying to read some different things here. Um, there's just a lot of... I mean, a lot of retweeting and things like that, but it's... It is... There's just a lot of like what's the word I want to look for? There's just a lot of like angriness behind uh, behind their their social media, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, unnecessary, I think. Just but this person's always been angry, by the way. 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, state of emergency in Miami. Because people don't know how to behave on South Beach during spring break. So a state of emergency goes into effect, I believe, tomorrow night. And it'll last through the weekend. Because we've had multiple shootings on the beach this weekend. Fun stuff. Huh? Fun stuff. I don't know how to behave, man. Oh, here we go. Let me see. Can we... Here we go. Listen to this. Now at 6.30, spring break chaos in Miami Beach, pushing city leaders to bring down the hammer. Seven Sheldon Fox tells us a curfew is coming back. The state of emergency allows uh, me and it allows our city commission to impose a curfew. And it's exactly what the city of Miami Beach has done following more of this. This cowardly act by people who come here with guns to do bad things. An explosion of violence and chaos hit Miami Beach hard over the weekend. And they keep causing trouble, they're going to shut it down, so they need to be on their best behavior. The spring break party broken up overnight Sunday and Monday morning with multiple innocent victims shot on Ocean Drive. We have to do something. When the gun smoke cleared, five were hit and hospitalized in two separate shootings that came despite what the city says was an unprecedented number of cops on the street among the big crowd. Yet another wild, bullet-pocked South Beach spring break. One that's also injured nine cops, though none of them were extremely serious injuries, as the department put it, and none have been shot. One hundred plus guns have been taken off the streets here by officers in the last several weeks. If you want to see what a very frustrated and angry mayor looks like, you're looking at him. It's all prompted this state of emergency declaration by city officials who now say a midnight curfew goes into place this Thursday through Monday morning and more new rules could be coming. They're supposed to plan before the spring break starts. You almost cringe when you look at you see that gunfire was 10 feet away from an officer that was on an ATV that had to dive off of his ATV in order to get behind it because he didn't know where the gunfire was coming from. We can't endure this anymore. Mr. Mayor, what do you say to people say we've heard this year after year after year it's a reactionary move by the city and the police department things keep happening and they react this way every year at the same time and nothing changes we haven't been able to figure out how to stop spring break from coming it's very hard to deter idiots and criminals uh, from doing things and so this meeting had gone on and on and was still going on into the evening they did give the city manager the commission did the right, the flexibility to extend these rules beyond just a curfew and potentially restrict alcohol sales if they determine that to be something they want to do going forward. There's still much to be decided upon, but we do know that a curfew is coming this Thursday. We're in Miami Beach. Sheldon Fox, 7 News. Say about that, surfer. First of all, you know, people gonna act like idiots for spring break. Yeah, but this really is want... this is like it's been ridiculous lately. Okay, if you really want to stop it, you would stop spring break. But that's not gonna happen because that's too much revenue loss. You know, um, they used to have a used to... picnic here in the summertime, uh-huh. and things got out of hand. 
and they put an end to it. And they can do the same with point work if they want to. But they're not. Because they're not going to lose that money. I mean, here, I think they've ended Urban Week. Well, the ones that are, you know, celebrating spring break in Miami, you know, they come for, for they come here for that. And it's not, I, I, I don't hate, I hate to put it in a, in a, with some sort of underlying racial undertones, but that's generally what happens down here. I mean, listen, I live in Miami. I've been here my entire life. And, you know, this stuff only happens during spring break. And it happened during Urban Beach, which was, by the way, which was Memorial Day weekend. That's been uh, curbed already, but uh, but yeah. I mean, what 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 do you have to say about that, surfer? You you play like idiots, no matter what color they are. I I know I I know that that's true, but what do you what? What do you do when the people together? Something's going to happen. But what do you what do you do when the crux, the majority, is of one race? You take an overhead shot of South Beach during spring break, and I promise you. You're not going to see a diverse melting pot. You know? Well, there is a way to have the event. And by the way, this weekend is Ultra. For those of you that don't know what Ultra is, that's, uh, you know, the Miami version of. Uh, You know, Bonnaroo or Coachella or whatever. It's an EDM festival. Go ahead. They need, they need to talk to the organizers and arrange it. Because it's not, it's not the college students. It's, even no, it's not. Even stupid, it's the people that want to be around the college women. It is definitely not the college crowd. I can tell you that for, for a fact. It's not the college crowd. Well, they need to have something where it's more private. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens, right? Come on now. If you know a bunch bunch of hot women are going to show up somewhere, more than likely, most most guys are going to want to be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Are you going to do your homework for next week, uh, Surfer, for next Tuesday? No, I'm just going to talk about whatever has been out lately. No, I'm not talking about the comic book show. I'm talking about next Tuesday. 
Are you going to do your homework? Because we we do we are on the air next Tuesday. If you anticipate being a part of the show, it is. I like when when the staff pays attention. Um, Next Tuesday, we'll be joined by the Impact player, Mister Philip J. Rea, and your homework surfer for this coming week. And I'm sure you've got the time to do it. It's a very easy assignment. All you have to do is go and watch WrestleMania 3. That's all you got to do. I like to watch WrestleMania 3. I know it by memory. When was the last time you watched WrestleMania 3? Well, back when it first aired. 35 years ago? Yep. Yeah, go ahead and watch it again. Because we're going to be talking about it in detail. Yeah, the most important WrestleMania of all time. Well, we're going to be talking about it, so I suggest you watch WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. So, so who sang "America the Beautiful"? Aretha Franklin. Okay, and uh, who was the uh, who was the guest uh, ring announcer for the main event? Uh. Uh, it wasn't Muhammad Ali, was it? No, it was not Muhammad Ali. But anyway, well, so, I'll watch it. Okay, watch it, yes, so that you can be refreshed. Mm-hmm. I wonder, if is he still alive? Let me see if he's... Ali, no. No, not Muhammad Ali, the person that was the ring announcer. (laughs) Yeah, he's still alive. I'll be damned. All right. So, um, I'm not saying his name, obviously, because, you know, a surfer should know this. If if he knows it by heart and by memory, he should know. I don't know what surfer's doing over there. With their own pipes now. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 3 next week. Dave Meltzer is speculating that WWE may make WrestleMania two-night extravaganza going forward. No, that they may make it a permanent thing. So... No, 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 no. No, no, it was just temporary. Oh. I think they were doing it a like, like on a case by case, like on a situation as the year goes on. They were to, they would address it at that time because here's the thing: they rent the building that WrestleMania is at for the for the weekend, so they have possession of the building, you know, for like seven days. But when you got you got right here. Like um, like the AT and T Stadium. That's two hundred thousand people you're trying to get in. Right. There's no way WWE is going to sell that many tickets. As a matter of fact, the numbers as of as of March 19th, which was this past Saturday, fifty eight thousand twenty two tickets have been sold for Sunday, and fifty six thousand seventy six have been sold for Saturday. So. Right. So it's, you know, that's 100,000, 100 and 
14,000 tickets have been sold across the two days. And that's it. And nope. you know, they're not, they're not uh, charging you half the price for half the show. No. Right, they're charging you full price they would if they were doing it for one day. This so was not... This was not the building to have a two-night thing. This was I, that's a smaller stadium that they could have do, you know, like 60,000. Uh-huh. But you're going into a building that takes 100,000. The building's going to look half empty. So For, then why not, why not do this? You buy a WrestleMania ticket. You get to come in both nights. They sell a hundred thousand tickets that they would have sold for one day. Because you said they got, they already have the building. It's not like they. I think they got to pay an extra fee to actually do the TV in the building. Because you know when you rent when you rent one of these buildings, you pay a fee to do TV out of the building. Um, so so still, it's a it's a nominal fee though that they pay the building. Whatever price you have to put on the ticket, so you say hey. You buy your ticket and coming in both days. You got a full stadium on Saturday, full stadium on Sunday. People would do it. But WWE doesn't think like that. They're doing a two for one for SmackDown in the Hall of Fame, but not for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is too valuable to do a two for one. I have a feeling more tickets will be sold as we get closer. I'm sure the building is going to get papered somewhat, but um, I mean there'll be over six, there'll be over sixty or seventy thousand people in the building on both nights. In AT and Stadium, by the time you set up. The ring and the seat on the on the floor, right? You're gonna have like 120,000 people most likely. Well, they it depends on how much of the building they use because they could always tarp off a section of the building. For WrestleMania 30, what was it? 34 or 33 or 34 that that they had there. Um, a few years ago, they had a, right. they built supposedly that it was sold out, and they had a hundred and one thousand people there. So, and they didn't have a full stage. You know, the stage okay. that goes from top to bottom. They had a half stage with fans behind the stage. How much was your ticket when you went to WrestleMania? When I went to WrestleMania, uh, yeah. when I when I went to WrestleMania in two thousand seventeen in Orlando. My ticket was two hundred and sixty-five dollars in tax, so it came out to like three something. Because you know, there's convenience fees, there's Ticketmaster charges a pre uh, a fee, mm-hmm. and so on and so on and so on. So I paid like three something to go to WrestleMania. John, John Oliver was just talking about that scam over the weekend about Ticketmaster and the, and the fees they tack on. But all right, so. You paid three hundred dollars. So let's say, how much do you think they pay you today? They're probably paying a little bit more, not that much more, but probably a little bit more for half a show. Yeah. 
All the more reason they should just, you know, look, we appreciate the fans. You get the two-night experience for one. I one assume, by the way, that those are the ticket prices. And then if you have to pack on extra few bucks, just pack on extra few bucks. You have people that are willing to pay for it. Well, next year, the, the thing is in L.A., and if they want to do a two-night thing again, they're going to probably have to think about doing that. Right now, WrestleMania is going to be one night only next year and the year after and so on and so on and so on. But, you know, they kind of added the two-night deal here, you know, back in January, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So, so Yeah. Now, AT&T Stadium is bigger than SoFi, right? Yes, it is. I believe AT&T is the biggest stadium in the the chain of the football stadiums, yeah. Yeah, SoFi, you know, that spaceship is is just a modern, uh, you know, they they put it, they made, you know, they mainly made that building because they're getting the Olympics on top of that. So, you know, the opening and closing ceremony is going to take place in there. Says here, ex- expandable up to major events, seating capacity of a hundred thousand two forty. Uh, football, it's uh, seventy thousand two forty. Yeah, it, it'll be expanded for the Olympics. Yeah, but that's eons away. That stadium. I mean, the first, the first major, major thing that's going to happen at that, uh, at that. Um, Stadium, well, actually, was the Super Bowl for this year. Um, yeah. That was the first major event. The second major event is going to be WrestleMania. Seventy thousand forty-eight people were at uh, were at the stadium uh, for Super Bowl back in February. Wrestling may touch a hundred thousand people if it's a one-night thing. If it's two nights, it's very unlikely, and they would need to configure the building to accommodate the fact that a hundred thousand people are not there. But if you take wrestling out of it, the next major event that's going to take place in that building is going to be the 2026 FIFA World Cup. So, um, and that's going to be a big deal. Wait, what's the Olympics? 2028. Oh, man, I'm thinking it's like in a couple years or something. No, 2028. So that stadium is going to probably have already gone through a renovation. By the time 2028 comes around. So. The 2023. Oh well listen to this. The 2023 college football national championships. Will take place there. As well as the Peach and Fiesta Bowls. Will take place there. Next January. WrestleMania is set to take place. On. The Fiesta Bowl. The Fiesta Bowl. I thought that takes place in. Uh, oh, wow, well, this this, this down next, south next year it's going to be in Los Angeles. April second, two thousand twenty-three, WrestleMania thirty-nine will be taking place there. And um, and yeah. Are you excited for this year's uh, WrestleMania? I am to an effect. 
mean, who are you? What? What? What match are you most looking forward to so far? I am looking to see how Lesnar and uh, and uh, and Roman Reigns is going to pan out. So, what's the chance that uh, Reigns take Brock down clean? I don't know. Like, get them in a guillotine or whatever? I don't know. I really don't know. I have a feeling there's going to be some chicanery going afoot. And uh, I'm not sure. I really don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer. Uh so far, I think the probably the best match could be Edge versus AJ. I don't know. There's, a, yeah, maybe that'll be the 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 match of the of the weekend. But you right? Huh? Put on. I think you trust AJ to put on a good show. Yeah. I think. We try to keep up with that. Uh, and it's, it's something we've not seen before. You know, a lot of these matches, we've seen them already. Seen them already. Uh, we're not looking forward to like, the, 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 none of the women matches uh, anything we haven't seen already. And there's not a second uh, male male uh, championship. Nope. And then all the uh, other belts seem like it's, you know, multiple people in it. I mean, there's like, more. On Monday night, we're going to find out. I mean, we'll probably find out on Friday. But because this coming Friday, even though the, there will be a SmackDown next Friday, uh, this Friday is, is technically SmackDown's Go Home Show because I don't see much happening on SmackDown next Friday, and then yeah, just recapping. It's probably going to be a lot of recaps. If the show's going to be live. No, it is. They'll talk about the. Re- I don't think there's going to be much in terms. I mean, there's going to be in ring action and things like that, but you know. It's going to be primarily focusing around the Hall of Fame, which is going to take place at at ten o'clock on um, on Peacock, and then Monday is the Go Home Show for Raw. So um, next Monday is going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. Um, let me see here. We've already got the favorites to win. Uh, it looks like you uh you gonna place your bets on uh on what's that favorites. So the favorites are Roman Reigns, Bianca Belair. These are the favorites to win their matches. Roman Reigns, Bianca Belair, Ronda Rousey, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Johnny Knoxville, AJ Styles, Sasha Banks, and Naomi. Drew McIntyre, Austin Theory, The Usos, and RK Bro. That's one, two, three, four, five, 
six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven matches, and there's we're not done yet. So that's the favorites yeah. right now. And then, of course, everybody thinks it's going to be Seth and Cody. Do you think they're going to hold Cody off to after WrestleMania? I have a feeling we're going to see Cody on Monday. Now, he's definitely starting. That's the rumor. Did they going to have Cody come back to lose his first night? That he's going to do what? He's going to come back to lose his first match. What the rumor is, is that the winner of the match will face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash for the Universal title. So, I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen this uh, Keith Lee trend that has become viral? Uh, I'm not sure. That have you, if you type Keith Lee looks like on Google, you'll see a whole bunch of responses. Here's some of the things that, that is said about Keith Lee. Or it's on Twitter, sorry. Keith Lee looks like the sort of guy who wants to speak to the manager, but only to tell him that what a great job the staff are doing. Keith Lee looks like he reads paperback mystery novels and quietly says to himself, I knew it all along. Keith Lee looks like he says, that is perplexing, and rubs his chin when he doesn't understand something. Keith Lee looks like someone to correct you when you say when you see something purple, and he goes, hmm, that's more magenta. Keith Lee looks like the type of person that would say succulent, when, when describing a meal that he really likes. Mm-hmm. I believe that one. Keith Lee looks like he might say, all right, no more Mr. Nice Guy when he gets mad. Keith Lee looks like the type of guy to, instead of saying, don't touch me, will strongly say, unhand me, as loud as hell. Keith Lee looks like he'll speak he'll softly chuckle at a newspaper and ask out loud what Garfield will do next. You know, it, it's not, it, it's wrong that because of it, he's a big person, he's not supposed to talk like he has some intelligence. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> I like this Garfield one. Lee, Keith Lee looks like he knows the correct way to say Worcestershire sauce. Keith, <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith Lee looks like the kind of guy that says indubitably when answering your question. Keith Lee looks like the type of guy to use the word whimsical when describing something. Keith Lee looks like he says the game is afoot when he's looking for lost socks. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on around here. I don't. I can't. Oh, man. That's funny. If, if Keith Lee was still with the WWE, would they be using him? I have, I have no idea, to tell you the truth. Probably not. So, you heard about the, the rumor about Bobby Lashley? He's going to be at WrestleMania. I heard, I heard that rumor. And who's he supposed to be facing? No, 
that part I didn't read into it too much. Who's he supposed to be facing? The Undertaker? Omo. Omos. Yeah. Would be no, I say almost oh, he's almost good. I don't think so. I don't think he's good. I say well he, I, I, he, you're you're giving him too much credit. Like you're saying that he's almost good. He's barely good, surfer. I, you know, look, it, 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 we've never seen nobody hit side, and it's not like he can, he can, you know, at, at that side do any arm bars or, I mean, you know, jump over people, arm flips or whatever. I mean, he has to wrestle for his size. But you didn't see Andre the Giant doing anything other than smacking people with those uh, those bear claws of his and then putting his butt into people in the, into people in the corner. Yeah, he would uh he would body slam people. But he get but, but Andre could work. He worked for what he could do for his size. He could do a lot. And, uh-huh. He could do a lot. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, he he did do a couple of drop kicks in his day, but that when he, he was real young. By the time he was in the eighties, in the eighties, yeah, he couldn't do all, do all this stuff. Um. So, but do you think it's right? It'd be right to have um, Bobby Lashley get squashed? No, I don't think so. I think it's wrong. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. I mean, you you you, you built this man up the way he should have built up the whole time you for had him before, and now you. I mean, look. They took the destroyer last week from TNA. They finally let him kind of use that gimmick here. It was working for him. You know, he believed him when he was mowing through people. And now to come back and, and get quiet, no. He's just ruining him. He, he's not credible no more for a championship match if you, if you have him quiet. Um, what do you think about Thunder Rosa winning the uh, AEW Women's Championship? Uh, yeah, it was about time they took it off. Uh, Britt Baker? Britt Baker, yeah. So, here's my thoughts on the match that I saw on Wednesday. First of all, that looked like a damn Hell in a Cell match. The way the mm-hmm. cage was structured. That's number one. Number two, I think all that crap that was used during the match was so unnecessary there was no need to break out the the chairs and the tables and the and the thumbtacks and all that stuff. I think that's ridiculous that they broke all that stuff out for a cage match absolutely unnecessary to me well those two I guess they figured with those two you know they've had this grudge now going back for more than a year server that still doesn't had, hold up I know what you're saying. Let me finish real quick. Going back to when they had the unfusion. It still doesn't justify 
the, and it wasn't even gratuitous violence. It just was, you know, out of place. The fact mm-hmm. that they were both bleeding was, I get it. I think it's different for women and they should not be just bleeding, having color for the simple fact that they're having a cage match. I think it's ridiculous. But when it came to the actual action, okay, when it came to the actual action, I was not a fan of the match. I'm not a fan of Thunder Rosa to begin with, and I'm not a fan of Britt Baker, but I thought the match wasn't that good. I didn't enjoy it, to tell you the truth, and I watched a majority of the match. Uh, How long before Thunder Rosa loses to uh, Jay Cargill? I don't know. Might not be a long time, and that's somebody else that doesn't deserve um, deserve the push that she's getting in terms of. I don't think she's qualified. I think she's getting it just on the look. You know, well, a lot could be said that had the same happen to Goldberg, but they say very promotion. Well, her contract is up. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think I think she's going to be. Female Goldberg, where he's going to go and win the title undefeated, and they're going to build her up that way. I mean, way. that could happen sooner than later. So, like at some point, she's going to go for that title. She's going to win it. She's still going to be undefeated. And then, when they really want to build somebody else up, that's when she'll drop the belt. <sighs> Yeah, and I, I wasn't a fan. Take, wasn't a fan. They'll take the TBS belt off of her once she wins the world title belt. And they'll probably take it off of her on TNT. I mean, she doesn't say she can't have both belts. She's got to turn the TBS belt over. Oh, man. She's been, just... she's been, uh, wrestling mostly on Fridays, haven't she? I, I don't know. I haven't been watching. To, I know the time. I have caught her wrestle though a few times. You know, I just think it's. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't, a, I don't have a problem with Jay Cargill. Uh, I think she has been improving in the ring. Uh, Under Rosa, I think it's fine. Not a fan. I just don't know how long she's going to hold on to the belt, though. I don't think she's going to have it long-term. Now, how long did uh, Britt Baker have it for? Like, uh, Close to a year, I think. In just a whole year? Wow. I think so. Um, I'll tell you right now. Britt Baker held the title... She held it for 290 days, so... Oh, okay. So that's 10 months? Something little, like that. A little less than 10 months? Yeah. She won it May 30th and lost in March 16th. Um, so, yeah. Now, what... So what one we need then? is credible enough to become champion at this point. What was that? 
what uh, which women on that roster you think is credible enough to become champions? Oh boy, um, I don't know. I think um, I don't know. They're changing Chris Statlander's uh, gimmick. There's so many skirts over there right now. It's hard to hard to keep track. And uh, was you impressed with the the Hardy Boys uh, debut? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm a big fan. I need to go back to the to the Broken Hardy Nero character. Well, let oh finally let's get some Willow. I don't know what the hell you're going to get in AEW, to tell you the truth. I really thought we were going to finally see Willow in WWE. Mm. I know, uh, will AEW put up with, uh, Jeff Hardy slipping? Who knows? He claims he's not slipping, which tells me he's, he, he, he intentionally got out of his contract. He did it on purpose. All that behavior and bullshit that he did at the arena. Well, I he, can't blame him more now. I mean, you never know what it was going for. One minute. Yeah, but he was in the middle of getting a push. One minute he's winning matches that you don't expect him to win. The next minute he's losing matches you expect him to win. So, uh, Server, are you going to cough over money for Tony Storm's OnlyFans account? OnlyFans account? How much is that? Ten bucks? Twenty dollars. She's asking. Twenty. Twenty dollars. Come on. Come on. That's just too much for OnlyFans. Well, she is. Um, she is going to. Yeah, she's going to be on OnlyFans. So. <laughs> What was that? I guess I have I have no idea. I have no the thing about idea. Fans, you have to you have to have a gimmick, or you have to be willing to go there. That you're competing against porn stars on that on that platform, and they don't charge as much. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. If anybody out there, you know, subscribes to her OnlyFans, let us know what's over there. I'm sure there's people that listen to this program that, is, that you know, that have subscribed uh, and will subscribe. What's what, what the, uh, well, what's her name? She's a tag team champion right now. Lena Vega. Okay. Yeah, she, she started her OnlyFans where she was like, that she was going to like cosplay. Right. That's something that that people may want to tune in and see her dress up as different anime. Yeah, but how much stuff. How much would you pay for that? Uh, I wouldn't pay anything. I can go to um, a comic book convention and see that. For well, free. that's what I'm saying. A lot of people will uh, will pay good money. 
to uh yeah. you know yeah, yeah you know, especially you depending know. on if she's wearing like a conventional costume that's fine but she wearing the scandian clad one like, you know a, a sexy cat woman or something yeah did you hear did you hear about uh, the control your narrative uh, promotion rules? The rules for CYN? No. You did not. Well, I read the rules and then Jim Cornette and Brian last digested those rules and I, and I want you to listen to this. Uh, wait, what's, up? what's next on the top of my stack? Hey, can I hit you with something? Hit me! Hit me, baby! Jim, did you see the rules for CYN Wrestling? So we've been talking about this on the drive-thru. Control your narrative. This funny little group of guys doing these very interesting things. They released their rules, their official rules. Remember the NWA used to have their official rules in the magazine? Yes. Yes. Every, every wrestling promotion should have their rules and regulations printed so the fans can get used to them. And no, I haven't seen this because I saw the announcement, but... You, Brian Last, you asked me yesterday on the telephone, did you see this? And I said, no. And I said, better yet, instead of me reading it now, hit me with it on the show tomorrow. What are the rules of their wrestling promotion? I will hear these for the first time. I hope I'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, these were posted on the official Twitter account of EC3. Like you said, it's Roman numerals. Or EC the third, depending on how you see it here. Or ECIII. The rules and regulations of CYN control your narrative. Number one, or let me say rule one. Rule one, you are in control. Rule two, you are in control. What? What? <laughs> in caps this time. In control of what? Rule three. Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand, or quit. Sanctioned matches can end via pinfall. Wait, wait. Hold on, what did you just say? Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand, or quit. Sanctioned matches, and matches is in quotations can end via pinfall. So, so they're differentiating their matches from their fights. Well, that may be answered in... <laughs> what? That, <It's> just... <laughs> that may be answered in rule four here. Let me okay. Read this. Standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in the project pit. Oh boy! What is the in the project pit? Why, why is that in rule four? What? <laughs> the project pit. So so far, they've told us twice that we're in control, but they didn't say what we're in control of. We're just in control of everything. But how can everybody be in control? Because everybody can't be in control. Because then. If everybody was in control, there wouldn't be any control of anything to be in control of. And to your question, trying to parse through this, there are fights, there are sanctioned matches, 
And then chaos ensues in the project pit. So three different types of encounters, I would imagine. Okay. Rule five. No hashtag super kicks. No hashtag tope suicidas. <laughs> no hashtag Canadian destroyers. Okay, well, now that's a good one. I'm giving that one a thumbs up. All right, well, rules. But is that just three specific things that they have outlawed. What about, what about thumbtacks? Well, maybe they could amend the, uh, the rules and regulations at a later time, but rule six... The fight isn't with your opponent, it is with yourself. Well, okay, then <laughs> Then why is the fucking guy standing in front of me punching me in the face? Shouldn't I be doing it myself? What the, why are you fighting with yourself? Rule seven, fights will go on as long as they have to. Sanctioned matches... Hit their times. Hit their times? In caps, yes. Wait, should it be sanctioned matches will have a time limit after the fights go as long as they need to go? But but they're saying hit their time. Like, so they're trying to say that the matches are going to be fake. And they're only going to go as long as they're told to go. But the fights might go as long as they need to go because they're not fake. Now, is this what they're trying to say? I think so. That's kind of what I see Without here. saying it, because they're trying to beat around the bush and get cute. With chaos ensuing in the project pit, we still don't know yeah. what the hell that is. Rule eight, if you want to control your narrative, you have to fight. And that is the final rule of the rules and regulations of control your narrative wrestling. That's just soon to be seen nowhere (laughs) on nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Coming, coming soon to thin air near you. And I, did you understand anything about what, besides the fact that that they're not going to have Canadian destroyers, tope suicidas, and super kicks, which I'm all in favor of. I don't understand anything else that's going on there. There's no there's no detail or explanation. And those are not rules. Those are suggestions, <laughs> I guess, if nothing else, or possibly a pithy statement. Um, I, I, those aren't rules. I You know, there are a lot of guys who, and I'm not saying this about anyone specifically, but there's a lot of guys who grew up watching Vince McMahon's WWE. And loved wrestling and wanted to get into the business. And maybe because of the nature of the program they grew up watching, it's not like, oh, I want to get in there and I wish I could be on Jim Crockett Promotions TV doing those great angles. No, it's kind of like, I wish I can get in the wrestling business and have my ideas heard and then shift the business to be something else. You know, like the Malachi Blacks and then you see this. No one realizes what works and what doesn't work. They all wanna they all wanna show what they could do. They all wanna do their acting. They all have ideas about how to change the business. And it's all terrible. Just do simple wrestling. It works. What do you think about that, Surfer? <laughs> I have no idea. What is a new promotion? That is the promotion that is currently owned and operated by EC three and Braun Strowman. 
Okay, so wait, this is going to be separate from like TNA. This is their own promotion. All right, so basically, you get to have what kind of match you want, and if it's sanctioned, then you have to have a time limit. But if two guys just want to want to fight it out. They can fight it out until somebody gives up or make the other tap or. Pretty much. Or so, chaos will ensue in the project pit. So they want to be like ECW combat what, wrestling. What? What is what is similar about this to ECW and combat zone wrestling? I mean, just anything goes. There was unless, still some structure in those two promotions. Unless you call it a match. I mean, well, you know, with those rules, I mean, murdering somebody sounds like, you know, it's legal. You can get away right, with it. Well, you know, they, they can't finish the match. Here's the winner of the match as a result of a murder, EC3. If I, if, I, if, I, if I snap a person's neck, they can't wrestle no more, right? But the title cannot change hands as the result of a murder. They must change hands by pitfall or, dis, disqual, or pitfall or submission. So the champion, even though he's dead, is still, you know, Wrestler X. You know, if it was, if it was real that EC3 was really related to Dixie Carter, Dixie Carter knew her, knew what she was doing as far as running a promotion. And oh, God, you're being polite. EC3 how to run a promotion. Then I would say maybe. He should not be parading around with that name. And go back to being Derek Bateman or whatever it was. Well, listen, it's just, a, it's just some initials. I mean, he got the, he took that initials because of uh, the football player. That was uh, Robert Griffin III. I know that, but still. When he left TNA, those names, those initials should have been left behind. Hey, maybe they didn't... Uh, they didn't, uh, you know, copyright the name, so he took the weapon. Well, they didn't copyright the initials. Right. So. Oh, man. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous! That's all I, could, I can say. Alright, with that, I think we're going to call it a night. Um... Next week, like I said, we will um, be on the air for our WrestleMania three roundtable. What? Go ahead, Surfer. I know I was late, but what was your thoughts on the whole uh, forklift uh, incident? I thought it was entertaining as hell, over the top, you know, and well uh, okay. packaged. But I thought it was entertaining. I thought the whole Brock Lesnar coming out with the door was funny as hell. Um, That's funny. That hasn't been pretty dangerous. You got a full four people in a car, and you got to thread that thing into, into the car without hurting somebody? Yep. I mean, he did it. So. 
It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Um, uh, I like his shirt. I do. I, I like that shirt. I I like. I like this. That, that, this is my favorite whole, Brock Lesnar over the last twenty years. That whole God mode is falling out with, yeah. with the God part. Oh, I love that Roman Reigns shirt. Yes, that is a very good shirt. Well. But, um, and the Pat, by the way, while I'm entertained by the Pat McAfee thing, got to limit what Pat McAfee says on the microphone because Pat can't cut a promo. He can't. can't. He cannot cut a promo. He can say, he can talk a lot on announcing. And he does a good job there, but his promo skills are not up to snuff. He cut the promos down, uh... ECW, oh, NXT. NXT, but these the promos that I heard on on SmackDown on Friday, not good at all. Not good at all. Yeah, I, I don't think he was allowed to do his thing. I think he was scripted. Ugh, but still, that was a horribly executed promo. It happens when he's scripted. No, he's trying to oversell the promo, Surfer. It has nothing to do with being scripted. He's just overselling the damn thing. And he shouldn't. Anyways. So next Tuesday, it's the WrestleMania 35 roundtable. We'll be joined by Phil Rea. But our marathon kicks off on Monday with the Shining Wizards at... 645. But before all that, tomorrow night, the Mark Order podcast at 1015 following AEW Dynamite. Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be live at 7 p.m. And then the marathon kicks off on Monday. Tuesday will be the WrestleMania Roundtable. Wednesday will be Mark Order Podcast. Thursday will be the What Are You Reading comic book show plus a special one-hour edition of The Rant and Anything Goes special Friday. Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be live. The throwback will be WrestleMania 8 and will be on the air at the conclusion of the 2022 Hall of Fame induction ceremony with a post show we're looking at about a start time of 12 midnight. Then live shows on Saturday. We've got uh, the NXT Stand and Deliver pre-show at 12 noon. The rant will be live at 4 p.m. for the uh, pre-show for night one. Then we'll have a post show at the conclusion of night one. Sunday, Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be the first... No, let me let me take that back. 1 p.m., a Rant EM Radio special, ROH, 20 years later. Then Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be live at 4 p.m., uh, pre-showing night two of WrestleMania. And then we will come on the air at the conclusion of night two with a full recap of the entire weekend's events. And, of course, Shining Wizards on Monday, The Rant on Tuesday, Mark Order podcast on Wednesday to round out the marathon. Any final thoughts from Surfer? Anything from you? Anything that you wanted to touch on real quick before we wrap it up this week? Uh, no, just, you know, get ready for that wrestling mania. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. I, you know what? I think they already changed the name. The sports entertainment mania. Change it to what? Change the name to Sports Entertainment Mania. No, Surfer. You don't tinker. You don't tinker with an. You don't tinker with an established name. They still wrestle. 
They don't wrestle. They do sports entertainment. They wrestle. They did sports entertainment 35 years ago. They didn't call it that 35 years ago. Yes, they did. I don't remember it. Vince started calling it sports entertainment in the mid-80s. Yeah, but he don't want the word wrestling being used. Well, WrestleMania, okay. He should take the next step and change the name to sports entertainment mania. It's not going to happen because WrestleMania is an established brand. Okay, then admit that you're doing that. That's that's like changing the name of the Super Bowl. That's why they changed the name. What does Super Bowl got to do with this? That would be the equivalent of changing the name of the Super Bowl. You know what? You know, it wasn't always called the Super Bowl. I know, it was just called the championship game. Right, and then one of the owners called it it the Super Bowl. He was unofficially calling it the Super Bowl, and they took the name. Yeah, it's been called the Super Bowl since, like, Super Bowl three. Okay, it's kind of a long time. Kind of, you know, it's 50 years have passed, sir. Okay, but my thing is, the NFL is not saying we're not not a football organization. We're a sports entertainment organization. Yeah, they have entertainment go along with football. Then you need to change your company name and stop calling yourself World Wrestling Entertainment. And that's not going to happen, Surfer. No, no. What was for entertainment? That's what they call themselves. You know, Federation was fine, and you know they had to do it for legal reasons. But okay, but the word the word wrestling is in the name, though, Surfer. You want to change WrestleMania? So to change WrestleMania, you got to change the name of the WWE. Oh, I don't want to change. All I'm saying is, and then you got to change the name of the Capital yes. Wrestling Corp, uh, the Capital Wrestling Center in Orlando. All I'm saying is, if they don't want it called wrestling, then go, take the next step and change the WrestleMania name. I'm yeah. not saying they should do it. It's not going to happen. I'm not saying what will do. It'll never happen, sir. There's too much money on the name. Never know. It'll never happen. Never say never. I'm saying never. All right, with that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody listening live, and of course, those of you listening on the download. uh, Tony C. will be here next week, hopefully. um, And of course, Surfer will avoid traffic next Tuesday. And be here on time. So with that said, for everybody listening live in the chat room or listening live on the feed and everybody listening on the download, I'm Double A. We'll see you next Tuesday for our WrestleMania 3 35th anniversary special right here on RantEMRadio.com and RantEMRadio on all social media platforms. The marathon kicks off this coming Monday night at 645 with the Shiny Wizards. Have a good night, everybody.